0: Hey homos, welcome to Happy, Healthy Homo with me, Keegan Hurst. <laughs> and I'm Joel Wood. Still. And we are still boyfriends. We are for now. Uh, yes. Uh... <laughs> we've, just been, we've just been arguing about trying to get this intro right. For this, this is the fourth time, I think. <laughs> for this podcast. So uh... um, we are going to be going into a topic that's quite serious today. Mm. It says that's an important one. A really important one. And something that's come to our knowledge from a lot from you guys mm-hmm. getting in touch with us because we receive a lot of emails, don't we? Where can people send yeah. us emails, Joe?
2: You can send us an email, hello at happyhealthyhomo.com. You can just chat to us. You can uh, give us ideas for these podcast episodes or for our helpful homo series over on YouTube where we answer your burning questions. I mean, we're not experts, but we give it our best shot. We'll give it a go. Uh, you can do that.
0: Yeah, and uh, on our YouTube Channel as well, we do uh, lives as well, so yeah. please get involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to talk about something that is, I don't know if epidemic's a bit of a bit of strong word, but I th- I, it feels like it's very prevalent among gay men at the minute. Yeah. Um, something that I've experienced a lot, so uh, for people who don't know, I am a coach. We have our <laughs> coaching, coaching service, uh, GMC, which stands for Gay Man's Coaching. We've just had a rebrand. Um, and we've got a lot of clients in there who who have struggled with this topic that we're going to talk about, which is loneliness as a gay man. Mm-hmm. Um, so many people getting in touch about this, about feeling lonely, feeling disconnected, whether it's from the community or from other people, even from their friends, they just feel like people don't get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've, like I say, as a coach, this is something that I've, experienced a lot of people coming into the community our coaching community and then obviously they find their tribe mm. and and go on to have that connection but there's a lot of people out there who don't you might be watching or listening to this podcast and feel that's me i i've not found my mm. tribe and it and it, it the world is can be a really lonely place so yeah. we wanted to talk about that um, because i think it's something that's really important and i think it's something that affects a lot of
2: people definitely also shout out to one of our viewers nicola who messaged us and he basically was saying that he'd love us to talk about this so that sent me on a little research mission and keegan too where we were like okay yeah this is an issue like keegan said he's he's seen it in his clients and Mm. um it is actually from googling it there is a lot of stuff out there yeah, the, um, on this topic because the, it is a well-known thing.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of articles on it. I, I mm. thought it was just like an anecdotal thing. Yeah. And it was just, oh, I seem to be, people seem to be talking about this yeah. a lot. But like you say, when we actually Definitely. looked into it, there's articles and... and yeah. it, Lo- blogs it, like from like stats, psychologists saying that they, on it and think, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: But it makes sense because we've all felt isolated and lonely at some stage as gay men pretty much maybe 99.9% of us because we've lived in the closet at one stage where we've not been our true authentic selves with the people with the people that are closest to us that we of course have probably felt isolated or lonely at some stage yeah if not our entire lives
0: yeah and that's it even if you came out when you were younger in your teens or a little bit older me and you in our late 20s 30, yeah. early 30s or for people who do it later on in life mm-hmm. that and and you, people might argue that it's semi you know it's self-imposed because we put up a version of us that's, yeah. that's not us it's they're not off as you said authentic version of mm-hmm. us and that causes us to not be able to have that connection but there's also that sense of especially with people who aren't gay you just don't get it because yeah. you've not experienced what I've experienced. Yeah. And it's all well and good as saying that we have chosen family, which yeah. is true and we do. And mm-hmm. I certainly have a, a, a lot closer relationship with people that I would consider family who are not necessarily by blood, but it's still
2: people can find it really difficult to have yeah. that
0: have that connection with people.
2: Well, it's a huge cultural thing, isn't it? A gay culture thing. I think RuPaul has uh, like made it even more of a slogan with saying, we as gay people get to choose our family. We're very lucky though. And that is amazing. And that is true for the most part. But for people out there who don't have many friends, that's actually a really horrible part of the gay community because they go, actually it'd be so much easier if my family was an inherited family, just like it is for lots of other people. And you might be lucky enough. I mean, I've got, I'm lucky enough that my family is my blood family. And I have a chosen family. I don't just have a chosen family. But some people don't have that. So then the pressure to go, okay, so I've been kind of ostracized by my blood family, my my inherited family. And I don't have a chosen family. I don't know how to find a chosen family. Or a so I just I just won't have one then. Yeah. I think I that's really like isolating. A, I don't
0: feel like a fit in. Yeah, And then you get people... Because we are, as human beings, we are all desperate for that connection. Out, we? we want to feel like we belong. We want to feel accepted. I think that's, mm. it, it, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That's very early on that we need to feel part of security, right? Yeah. Um, and I think if you are grasping and mm. a little bit desperate, you might accept things that maybe mm-hmm. you wouldn't accept, and so we start to compromise our ourself and our own standards and what we're about to fit in. Yeah. But that isn't acceptance, is it? Right. It's like it's you're ticking a box to get in. It's like a requirement yeah. rather than just you, because you should love someone and someone should be a friend or family or mm-hmm. however you want to word it because of who they are and what they've got yeah. going
2: on not in spite of it. Definitely. And and loneliness isn't just the lack of friends. That can be a scenario but you could have someone who has loads of friends, but if they're the wrong fit, or they're not deep relationships, Mm. you could still be very lonely. So yeah, I think if you do settle and you don't choose the right people out of fear, maybe that you're not gonna have anyone, you could end up just as lonely as if you didn't have any friends. Yeah, So that's why it's important.
0: I know there's so many people who, especially when they see people on social media as well, they look and they go, oh, they're they're always out with so-and-so, so-and-so. They've got loads of friends. They've got a really busy social life. But when you actually get that person, and if they were to open up to you, as Mm -hmm. as has happened with us in the past, and you think, oh, you've got everything sorted out, and they go, I actually, those um, connections are more transactional you're my party friend and you're my shopping friend and you're my brunch friend and you're my um, gossip friend but really there's not that deeper level of connection and Mm. that that like kind of validation of "oh, you fit in our group Mm. without that level of connection yeah it, it still leaves you feeling pretty empty doesn't it
2: yeah well yeah especially as like the gay community seem to like really aspire to be a certain type of gay man and the height like you're saying the hierarchy of gay people as well we base lots of things off aesthetics so it's like oh those people on instagram that are ripped and muscular and they've got loads of friends and they they've got a great social life you can think oh i wish i'd look like them but i bet you they're just as lonely as as some other people are like because actually it's like you've just said it's not about how many friends or it's not about the the surface level connection, it's about do you have that deeper level connection? So someone could be everything that you aspire to be or you wish you were, but actually they're they're just gonna end up they're just as lonely as you are. Yeah. Um but that's the thing, if as as long as the gay community keeps on like essentially worshipping aesthetics over everything else, going, oh, you're worth my time because you're good looking and you're not well, you're never ne- gonna be happy.
0: It's not just aesthetics though, is it? Because it could be it can be money, yeah. it could be influence, it could yeah. be status, it can be it could be lots of things.
2: Yeah. Your job. Um and I'm I'm not gonna like of course that does make things easier. I know we've had some criticism of people going, you know, you're two reasonably attractive white men, like you're you're top of the hierarchy in some ways. And I understand that. I know that we've probably had it easier than some people, but it's just not worth aspiring to that going oh well i'll always be lonely because i don't have this this and this because i do think lots of it is within our control and we'll come on to that later in the episode but i think we all have to take control of that if you are lonely to do something about it not mm-hmm. just wallow and go well i don't have this this and this so and rather than rather
0: than sitting and going oh well it's easy for you right it's it's not a victim competition but Uh, just uh, you know especially what we're trying to do with this podcast is we're trying to we're acknowledging that yeah and we're saying rather than going we're all right pull the ladder up jack yeah we're saying no that's not cool yeah and there's enough quality connection amazing people yeah love to go around Mm. which sounds a bit woo-wah but it there there is yeah so I, I just think yeah I mean there's,
2: there's always going to be that the, the people who, who want to complain and, and and be a victim Well, but. like you said it's sort of like with those people you just go you realize I'm not the enemy here like you're trying to find someone to blame you're trying to now get angry at me because you think I'm in a privileged position which again like you said I've acknowledged but I just go but I'm not the like what is that achieving like I'm yeah. I'm trying to do something good <laughs> yeah if we weren't doing anything good then we would also get criticism there so it's um it's annoying but what how would you suggest then that someone the first step to tackling loneliness
0: the first thing we fix in any problem is to acknowledge it right yeah. and i think because we have historically as gay men lived in the shadows clandestinely yeah. clandestinely clandestinely yes
2: i don't know if you can add an ly onto that but yeah maybe <laughs> th- pretty, we know what you mean I'm pretty, in a clandestine I, way i'm pretty sure uh, glenda does in wicked so um, <laughs>
0: anyway Um, it's been secretive. (laughs) Tell me you're a gay podcast without telling me you're a gay podcast. Um, Musical theatre reference. We've historically (laughs) been secretive. And so there is that element of holding back for fear of rejection. I don't want to fully be vulnerable, authentic, open, honest, however you want to word it, with someone else because I'm scared. And we've we've been preconditioned to that. So first it's acknowledging that that is a thing for us all to
2: get over. Yeah,
0: And some of us get over it really easily and some
2: of us don't. Well, because you reflect that title of I'm lonely, if I admit that, people are going to think I'm a loser. I've got no friends. And so I'd rather just go, yeah, I'm not lonely. I've
0: had some incredible men who've come into... my coaching program who have a, who have a successful career mm-hmm. uh funny charismatic you know good looking guys and they feel completely disconnected mm. from because they they don't have a community of of peers and and a tribe um so it doesn't make you a loser like you no. can be on paper successful and, and i think especially as we're talking about this as a, a lonely loneliness epidemic yeah you're not the, by the fact no. that it's an epidemic if you're suffering with this you're not on your own so that, that hopefully that is yeah. empowering you take out from that Definitely. Um, so it's a case of trying to bring yeah. those people together and and i suppose that's you know answering your question how do you go about it you need mm. to find a community of people mm. where you know people where the they want to connect on more than a superficial basis, a superficial level. Yeah,
2: because I think the mistake lots of people make, they then go, okay, they base their friendships around getting drunk, going to bars, going clubbing, whatever, which you have said this on the podcast before, that is a terrible, terrible way to try and find friends. Mm. Like, fair enough, do those things once you've made the friends, but that is not a good way to make friends. It's not a good foundation to build a friendship
0: on. And if you need to get drunk or off your head every time you're with a certain...
2: Person or group of people, they ain't your people. Yeah, definitely. So, I uh, yeah, I think joining clubs. I mean, this sounds like a big plug for GMC King's Coaching Company, which it's not, but you you can take it that way. That is a community of people. We've just climbed the Three Peaks yeah, in did, yeah. Yorkshire, um, and it's a gathering of not all of the people from your coaching company, but there was about thirty of us there. Yeah. People, get gay men from all different walks of life, climbing the Three Peaks together, doing a challenge, getting outdoors, bonding. If you can replicate that sort of thing in any way, whether you're Googling a gay rugby club near new me, uh, a gay pottery class near yeah. me, a gay something, take an interest and see if there's an LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. version of that. That is a really good first step because I'm sure they exist.
0: We did also start a Facebook group, didn't we? We called it the new gay community. Yeah. Um, where it wasn't, it was trying to bring those kind of people together. So if you search that on Facebook, yeah. it'll come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, if your Facebook's your jam. Yeah. But I, I think the loneliness ties in with, you know, people say hurt people, hurt people don't. Yeah. Then, and, and Nicola, who.
3: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care.
0: brought this to our attention originally mm-hmm. uh said how he thinks that sassy the sassy bitchy you know gay stereotype, gay stereotype which stereotypes are founded in some semblance of truth mm. is essentially people putting up that barrier because yeah. they don't want to feel you know get close to people or they don't want to be hurt yeah and and so that it becomes um that loneliness becomes a self-fulfilling uh, prophecy then yeah, because I'm lonely but I'm also really difficult to get close to and it perpetuates oh, yeah. it and you become more angry so it becomes even more difficult so unless we have to bring those barriers down but yeah. like they say, what's the old adage hurt people hurt people
2: yeah hurt people hurt people well just think of it this way I know for me if I was to meet someone if it was in a bar or a brunch or somewhere. And if they were super sassy with me and, and a big personality and trying to push you away, but you didn't know they were pushing you away, but they were just they weren't giving much away. Sure, they're probably fun to be around, but I wouldn't be able to connect with that person in any way, shape, or form. Whereas if I was with someone and they were still fun and they were but they just were honest and they were like, you know what? I'm actually really lonely. But I mean it's something that I'm working on and I, that is something that instantly I can relate to and go, "Wow, you're a human being and you've got feelings, and like we I can mean, go from there." It's
0: all right. It's all well and good saying that, though.
2: That that takes massive courage. No, it does, <laughs> and it's a. I know. No, like, one's I will do feel that. comfortable doing that. I think I would, but I know I'm a because I'm a YouTuber. I'm an open book, and I I cried on the internet a million times. I'm open with my feelings, but I, mean, I no, would I, say that to people. I would just be like, I wouldn't make it a big thing. You don't want to take corner someone and go, actually, I'm really sad, and I and be an energy vampire. Yeah, but you, you don't want to be sadness from um, inside no, out or E.R. But my point <laughs> being those big personality sassy people who actually aren't very emotionally available are probably fun to be around but i can't i can't connect with someone like that as a human being i don't know if i'm weird in this i feel like i need some sort of vulnerability to connect into someone that's why like the three peaks was amazing with gmc was because everyone there is willing to sort of share a bit of their story and be vulnerable and they're like actually i've come from this place and i've done this and and still everyone is also really fun so mm. it's like the good balance. but
0: Well, I think that's what a friendship is, and that's how you overcome loneliness, isn't it? You have to have... There has to be a level of vulnerability because we live in this, especially as gay men. Mm. We, we have spoke about this before, we, with the perfect little boy syndrome, yeah. which is written about by Andrew Tobias, um, that gay men overcompensate for yeah. their sexuality, which they or the world tells them they are not enough mm. and so we overcompensate we have to look better we have to earn more we have to have a better job like a cheaper house culture yeah yeah, of, yeah success success, mm-hmm. like a toxic success culture yeah um, and anybody who's not bought into that which a lot of people don't or, or, or are unable to do it or they've not had the opportunities or whatever then people look and go well not only do I feel lonely but I can't even mm. relate or compete on that level either yeah. and it just absolutely batters people's self-esteem and that's the thing and again this is why this loneliness epidemic is so insidious because it's when someone's self-esteem is low because they feel lonely it's really difficult to then go and meet someone so you don't meet someone so the self-esteem becomes lower and it becomes more and more difficult to to overcome that So you do have to be really proactive, but it is really and it's really easy to say as a throwaway comment. Go meet people. Like it's not like that because it's difficult.
2: And I think just start small. Like actually, all you need is one good friend to start with. And maybe you, you can just survive with one good friend going on. I know some people do. I for me, I have one best friend. I have lot a few good friends, but I have one best friend. But I know some other people go, I don't believe in that one best friend thing. I've got multiple best friends yeah, or but mu- you might. I
0: have, I have multiple best friends. Yeah. I have like, yeah, three, four best friends and then I don't really Yeah. I like have acquaintances after that. Yeah. Uh, but
2: just start small, like just try and make friends because i think when it's overwhelming when you go i need to go out and, and make meet a group. a group of friends yeah. you don't need a group of friends to begin with like that could happen you make one friend that friend introduces you to yeah, their yeah, group or you an, can
0: piggyback off other yeah.
2: people's friends and
0: friendship groups yeah. and,
2: and things like that Definitely. and i suppose it,
0: it ties back in with the how do you make friends as an adult yeah is really difficult uh, yeah. and a friend uh, the uh our partner was a, a friend of ours mm. uh, we we met at uh, a coaching thing yeah and you know two gay men in the 30s and we were like look at us uh making friends in our 30s like yeah. we, we, we were like really proud of it and then when
2: you and Arpan made friends randomly at the same coaching conference then you introduced me to him he introduced his partner gavin to right. us as well and so that's like gone from two people to four people yeah and who knows how many people will be added to that <laughs>
0: yeah friendship groups yeah but it's yeah it can be overwhelming and it definitely it, it definitely is an epidemic and it's something yeah. that I think we all re- need to be really careful of because it's so easy to be bitchy and nasty on uh, social media and I know this is going to sound really pithy for me to say but you don't know what's going on with people no. like we really don't know what's going on with people mm. and you don't know how you know sometimes you can see a comment and it can water off a duck's back mm. and then you know if you're in a tough spot it can mm. really impact you and if feeling particularly lonely and down and you're just getting hammered for something I think we all have to take responsibility for for what you say yeah uh, whether it's in real life or on social media Mm. and especially with people who are in your community yeah and I get that we're all different and we're not all gonna hold hands and sing Kumbaya and all the gays are gonna get on all the time because as we've spoke about in other episodes, there's nuance to being gay, mm. and that's it's a really naive and redundant idea that we're all going to be besties. But mm. I don't think it's naive and redundant to think that we can actually have some semblance of respect for each other as a shared experience, yeah. And just look out for each other, mm. not be besties, you know. But yeah. you can look out for someone and go, he's on my, he's yeah. part of my team.
2: And to make it more, maybe more relatable, I know you've said that like, you wouldn't have a dream of saying to someone that you're being that open and honest. I am. Well, I, I
0: would, but you said do it on a brunch thing. Oh
2: yeah. No, but I would. I've like I've moved up north. I've been up here what seven, eight months now. Um, I don't have any friends up north, and so there are, are elements where I feel a little bit lonely. But I've reached out Katie, to some people. Be that you've said that. Huh? okay you'll be fuming. That I said that. <laughs> well, Katie's a new kind of friend. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm slowly getting there. But it's really hard to make friends in your 30s, as you say. And when I don't, when I don't have a like a job to go to like I'm self-employed I work from home so I can't even start with oh I make friends at the office like that doesn't happen um and I've been brave enough to message a couple of people online other people that do what I do like content creators that I follow and one of them I messaged going hey like I know you live up north I know we've only met once it was a, a guy that we saw at Manchester Pride and we followed each other online and I was like just I like i i'm a bit lonely and i don't have any friends up north and so i was just wondering if like and he like replied and like you might be mortified and go oh what's he gonna say but it was lovely it was just like yeah great if you're going to be at manchester Pride, this was ages ago before i knew we were going but it was like if you're going to be at manchester pride come say hi and then then you can meet some of my friends as well and i was like really proud of myself for being brave enough and i did think i do think i was resting on the fact though that of having an online presence and that like, essentially I have lots of friends online. So I did feel like, well, no one can think I'm a loser because you know, I've mm. got lots of internet friends, but less, and I do have lots of real life friends. They're just down South. So I was just, I think I was brave in that sense. So, yeah. but it, I was proud of myself for saying that. Yeah, that's good. I don't think I would have the balls to do that. So, yeah. well, I was just like, I, why, why lie? Just be honest. You're gonna get loads. We're gonna get loads of emails now going. I live up north, Job. <laughs> well, yeah, friendship applications are open. So, uh, <laughs> I just need someone to go for brunch with last minute when Keegan's busy in Leeds or Manchester. Do you know what I mean? Because I miss being at home in London, big city, vibes. in Putney, and then saying to texting like a bunch of friends going. Are you around later today in a couple of hours we could go for brunch and having one of them reply going yeah i am and i'm like cool
0: no one has nine to fives anymore do they no well also that feeds into it you know feeds into it because people work from home now like you yeah. just said there. Yeah. even though obviously you do you know as a content creator as a mm. I hate that phrase um <laughs> uh, a youtuber it's better uh, than influencer
2: i hate that youtuber word. i'll call you a youtuber thank you
0: um Put,
2: icon, uh, <laughs> full time icon. Thank you, full time icon. Um,
0: but working from home, yeah, it does take away that you know o- opportunity for people to meet each other yeah. or spend time together, build a, a relationship, because it is really difficult to do on Zoom. Well, yeah. to go, hey, don't, not really met you before, yeah. but here we are on Zoom. Want to get a coffee? I know and that like, feels a bit. It feels a bit manufactured, doesn't yeah, it? And I it think does. that whole thing of that lack of authenticity that causes mm. the 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 void yeah. for people feeling lonely is really perpetuated by yeah. work from home. And yeah. so the benefits that come with work from home are good, but if you're especially like a new starter at a company, yeah. I can imagine that's really difficult. Mm,
2: definitely. Uh, yeah, it is hard. But I suppose as well, just remember, if someone messages you to say meet up, and you dismiss it maybe someone isn't brave enough to say i'm feeling lonely but they're just like hey do you want to hang out maybe just yeah read between the lines and and take that coffee even if it might be an inconvenience to you because you're a busy person and you do have a social life but maybe just try and make a bit of time for that person Mm. especially if they've been bold enough it's
0: it's a really difficult
2: line to follow but
0: like you said clubs yeah groups Mm -hmm. volunteering yeah um is trying to put yourself in situations where people
2: actually are. And it doesn't need to be like sit, get coffee. That's quite intense. Like, why not go, like, I'm going to do a pub quiz. Like, I'm going to this pub, there's a pub quiz. Do you want to come? Bring a mate or two. This person's going to bring a mate or two. Suddenly you've formed a gang, you're doing something fun. You're not just sat there twiddling your thumbs going, what do we talk about now? Like, Mm. I think a pub quiz is an amazing environment to make friends. Oh my God, I
0: love a pub quiz.
2: He's really good at them as well. Yeah, Joel, if you turned up on my pub quiz team, I'd be like, no I'm not good I'm I'm my general knowledge is so bad pony yeah pedestrian there's always a question though, about animals in there and I'm oh, yeah. always answering Joel that Joe can
0: tell you anything about chickens
2: yeah anything I once got someone a question in a pub quiz that was like I couldn't get any of the answers right and then someone went what is a ginger nut ranger and everyone was going a ginger nut what is it and I was like I know I like, ran to my team. I was like, I know. And then my other friends on other teams... What is
0: it? Tell us what it is.
2: It's a breed of chicken. Oh. Um, they then decide, guess, that it was a chicken based on how my reaction was because I'm known as the chicken boy because I just love chickens. <laughs> Dead
0: or <laughs> alive. Like,
2: I like to eat them and I like to pet them. But, yeah. Mm, there
0: you go. So, from loneliness epidemic to chickens and <laughs> puppies. Hey, well... Happy, healthy, home. That that's, is us. That's us. Yeah. So, yeah, be kind. Yeah. It sounds... I, I and do, be brave I, I, and be brave and be bold <laughs> and be beautiful i it does brave, sound bold like moment. sometimes i hear myself speaking i'm like oh I my know. god you sound like a hallmark card which is not me really but i think it's just about trying to appreciate mm. that we're all human beings yeah and we're all trying to muddle through this thing called life <laughs> <laughs> <So gross. laughs> but you know but you, yeah. you get the sentiment
2: yeah like don't be it's true i think don't be a dick yeah give someone it's a a good rule we should get that on a t-shirt don't be a dick don't be a dick
0: give someone a chance yeah Um, yeah and leave us a review well, that's been kind There, <laughs> yeah
2: if you'd like to be kind to us if you could leave a five star review over on Apple podcasts or in any of the streaming platforms you listen to us to or give us a like if you're watching on YouTube that yeah. really helps
0: subscribe like comment if you want to email us hello at happyhealthyhomo.com. website coming soon
2: Yep. topic ideas for podcasts also if you have a problem state in your email that you would like to be considered to be you oh, know have the question answered for helpful homos just so we know which ones are for helpful homos and which ones one our like podcast ideas or whatever yeah and yeah. just
0: please share the podcast friends yeah. family um share groups the share the love there's <laughs> lots of, there's there's an abundance of love there is hashtag i am abundant hashtag no scarcity abundance is off pause right anyway i don't know uh, pause yeah
2: good have yeah. you seen pause i have i watched three episodes on what well, with on a date it was yeah what a strange day it was a strange date and that uh, it was yeah i've not not seen it but i would like to catch up on the rest because i was enjoying it and then it ended so i was like i'm not
0: watching post okay. anymore recommendations for this week Ooh. i wanted to recommend um what's the i can't remember what the company's called i get my toilet roll delivered and it's from bamboo and it's all recycled and it's good for the environment wasn't it
2: what the crap or mm. something
0: what the crap that's what they call or who it. gives a crap who gives a crap that's it who gives a crap who they're gives not sponsored a crap? Like they, I'm not, yeah. they're not paying us uh, but I think it's good it's good for the environment they deliver it Yeah. so who gives a crap literally and on good that note good um, recommendation thank you for listening we've been homos we've been
2: homos and you've been homos too <laughs> bye, bye guys bye.